Awesome. You guys ready? This is good this morning. Okay, this is going to be not long, but we bless this. I want to I really somehow encourage you this morning. Is that okay? Do you need some encouragement? Amen. 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 Yes. Here's what is happening. God has you exactly where he wants you. That's the word. He wants our prayers. He wants our worship. You read the Bible, and all you see is people going through life exactly like we are going through life. And God had them exactly where they, he wanted them. You know, Daniel in the lion's den, it was exactly where God wanted him. The three boys in the fiery furnace, exactly where God wanted them. And you and our, uh, my, all of us, you and I, we are exactly where God wants us. And he's knocking at the door, <laughs> And you say, hey, can we take the next step here? So this is what is happening to me. It is, let me read Luke 22 just really quick here. 22, verse 31. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat. Sorry, could you repeat that? Luke 22, verse 31. Yes. Simon, Simon, behold... Same, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And you, when once you have turned again, strengthen your brethren. So this is talking about after the crucifixion. All the disciples were tested. Their faith was tested. And each one of them took one direction. And they went back to Emmaus, went back fishing. They almost gave up on everything. But then they they remembered. The Lord told us, let's go back to Jerusalem and wait. And I think that we are in this process where the Lord is speaking to each one of us. This is what the Lord spoke to me this week. He said, get ready. Prepare. How do you prepare for tomorrow? Doing what you're supposed to do today. What are you supposed to be doing today? The Holy Spirit was going to speak to you. And that's why, to me, it, this relationship and listening to the Holy Spirit is so, it's being so real to me right now. Because... You don't despise, this is Zechariah 4.10, do not despise the small beginnings. You don't take a, a little baby that's starting to make noise, right? It's starting to sing, 
right? And trying to imitate like a little parrot. Have you seen babies that they, they talk, 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 you don't understand anything, but they know what they're saying. And you don't tell the baby, stop, until you can talk correctly. Does it make sense? You don't duct tape their mouth until they can talk. You don't duct, them, duct tape them on the crib and say, you're going to stay there until you can run. You give them space to crawl, to make noises, to grow. So how do you prepare for tomorrow? How do you prepare for college? You go to kindergarten. How are we going to be led by the Spirit when we start just allowing this person to grow and take over in, in everything that we do? And I bless that Lord... I bless this. The Lord is looking for a deeper relationship with us. It has to be impossible before it happens. Right? So many times in the Bible, it has to be impossible before it happens. It has to look bad. Abraham, with a promise of a son, it had to be beyond what Abraham and Sarah could do. Lazarus, he waited for him to die. <laughs> he waited for, for it to look too late, impossible. Because it's your faith that's being tested. It's not, not your faith in what you can do and what people can do. It's a faith in the word and what God can do. So he's saying, get ready. Prepare. How do you prepare? Each day, you're going to have a a little voice of the Holy Spirit. Each day, you're going to hear something. You're going to read something. And that's going to be real to you. And it's going to be a word of direction. Call somebody. Bless somebody. Pray for somebody. Always remember this. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are always for you to minister out. God wants to move in the earth, but he wants to move through you. He wants to bless your family, but he wants you to pray. Does it make sense? He wants an army. What he gives you, a valley of dry bones. I bless this for us. Lord, thank you for having us where you want us. Thank you for drawing from us the the prayers like we never prayed before. The worship with a broken heart like never before. Because he's shaking everything that can be shaken. Because the only thing that will remain is our trust in him and his word. And that's not bad. We always pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Right? But there is no his kingdom coming without first every other kingdom being shaken. 
We cannot quench the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Thessalonians. I, I, I was watching a video this morning about the letters to the church in Thessalonica. And it's very interesting because Paul, in one of his trips, he stopped there and the church started growing and then persecution started. And many people in that church were being persecuted and they were being killed. And Paul heard about it and then he wrote this first letter saying, how are you guys? You know, but then he sent Timothy there and then Timothy came back and saying, the church is growing. The church is flourishing even with all the persecution because of the love for one another. And then in the midst of all of this, he writes 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 9. For God has not vested us for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through the, our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we will live together. So he's saying, whether some of you were killed and some were, are still alive. So this, does it make sense? It's like it's real people going through real hard times. And he's saying, whether <clears throat> whether we are awake or asleep, if we will live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up one another, just as also you're doing. And I bless that. Lord, let there be a refreshing. Yeah. Does it make sense? I want, I want us to start speaking and with faith and encouraging one another and saying, Lord, thank you. In everything, give thanks. We're going to get there. But we request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those who diligently labor among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction, and that you esteem them very highly in love because of their work, living peace with one another. We urge you, brethren, admonish the unruly, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with everyone. Is that practical lesson here for us? I love when we, we, we read something that we can apply in our lives, right? See that no one repays another with evil for evil, but always seek after that which is good for one another and for all people. 16. Ironic, right? Rejoice always. This church was being persecuted. People were being killed. And Paul is saying, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances. But examine everything carefully. Hold fast to what, that which is good. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. 
And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is not done with you. And he will never be done with you. Like I said, you know, it has to look impossible. We, nobody here is 100 years old yet. Right? I mean, we heard, I mean, Bill always tells stories of how things change. And we have so many stories. You know, I have, uh, I was talking to somebody this weekend, I was telling about my, my brother. You know, he got divorced. Ten years later, he married his wife again. <laughs> God has his own ways and own timing. Own timing. And then there you go. And it's a whole different thing that you, and anybody watching that, would, this is never going to happen. And God has a way of always turning things around and saying, because his ways are above our ways. But I think what is important for us is, Lord, thank you for all the gifts. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. And help us not to quench the still small voice of the Holy Spirit in our lives. It doesn't matter if it's just a little sound or it's a, a clear picture and vision. We will welcome. But we're not, not going to quench it. I bless this here. Let me read a couple other verses for you. 1 Timothy 4, 13 until I come, give attention to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation and teaching. Do not neglect the spiritual gift within you, which was bestowed on you through prophetic utterance, with the laying of the hands of the hands of the presbytery. Take pains with these things, be absorbed in them, so that your progress will be evident to all. 2 Timothy 1, 6-7 For this reason I remind you to kindle afresh the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity but of power and love and discipline. Everybody has these gifts. And we thank you, Lord, for this. And we say, Lord, now help us. We're not gonna, you're doing something new that we have no idea what you're doing. Right? We all agree on that. And we have no preconceived ideas. We repent of our conditionings. We say, Lord, make us a clean slate. Make us a clean slate, but use the gifts that you have imparted here in this house. Let, the, let there be a stirring up of the gifts. Let there be a, a fresh anointing and a, 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 the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen? Yeah. We bless this. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, like Bill was saying, you know, Lord, let, let us appreciate the diversity that you've given us. But everyone, every joint supplies, every joint supplies. And Lord, I, I am so thankful for being here. I'm so thankful for being here with you guys and having this atmosphere. You know, but again, I'm, I'm, I, I am not every day to confess. <laughs> but sometimes it comes like, wow, this is awesome. 
This is something that God is doing, and He has plans for your welfare to bless you. You know, and, and it's interesting because it, it almost God has to. This is one of the works of the Holy Spirit is the regeneration. And that's why he's not done with you. That's why we have the Holy Spirit, because he is in the process of restoring you to the original creation. He is working this thing, and, and I don't know how that works. Like, we don't know anything, right? Like, I know less than I, I thought I knew when I was young. <laughs> but God is in the process of restoring. He's knocking at the door, looking for this intimacy with us. And I, I learned... Help us to understand that. Help us to see that. You know, that it's way bigger than we thought before. Amen.